With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth, you're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real. You're already working hard to earn your money. But how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools, and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert-built portfolios of low-cost exchange-traded funds. You know I love those exchange-traded funds. There's automated investing technology, and as part of that, automated rebalancing. Many of you have been asking about rebalancing, and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own. With Betterment, easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk. Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It is Monday, August 28th, and we are here trying to help you make fantastic or decent or less bad financial decisions, regardless of where you are in your life, whatever is happening. Are you just starting out? You getting back on your feet? Whatever it is, we'd love to hear from you. All you need to do is go to our website, jillonmoney.com and click the contact us button. When you do that, you complete the form. If you'd like to join us on the air live, check the box and we'll be happy to get your note and bring you on the air and Mark does everything else. Today, we are going to talk to Donnie and Marie who are on the line from New York. So Marie... I welcome you and I appreciate the um, the name. Did you watch the Donnie and Marie show when you were growing up? I would have to say I did. It was definitely on a 70s rotation <laughs> in my house. It, I mean, like when you compare it to other 70s show, you can't believe that was actually popular. But if you had to choose on a desert island, what would be your 70s show to bring? Uh, the Brady Bunch, for sure. That was your show. Yeah. You know what my show was? It's crazy. I was a huge Odd Couple fan, which doesn't actually stand up so well, but it, it was pretty fabulous. Yes. Uh, should we let Donnie talk? Sure. <laughs> Donnie, were you watching Donnie and Marie, your namesake? No, definitely not my uh, cup of tea. That country singing was not me. I was more of a rocker. Oh, really? What's your 70s rock band? Let's go. Uh, 70s rock band was uh, Van Halen. Oh, of course. I was a disco queen. I still love disco. I'm not, I'm not ashamed of it. I loved it. I loved it all the way. All right. So let's get off of this because we're going to be talking about music the whole time. What brings you to our airwaves? So let us know, Marie, what, what prompted you to write? So recently, as we have been listening to the show, we heard you both talking a lot about uh, maximizing your Roth ability uh, to contribute. And we wanted to do a checkup on that uh, because I am approaching 50 and know that there's an opportunity to boost a little bit more 
uh, start putting more to uh, the Roth and whether we should pull back on uh, 403B um, and kind of really plan for the next, let's say, five and a half years uh, because we're hoping for retirement in that time. All right. Okay. So you said you're approaching 50. So Correct. you're how old? 49 or like 47? Nope. I'm 49. Okay. So you are 49 and Donnie is how old? 57. 57? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, are you both working full time? Yes. Okay. Tell me about earnings. How much do you guys earn right now? Total uh, total annual earnings, both of us, is 265000 so are you both putting money into retirement? No, only Marie does through her job. Um, I do not have a vehicle through my job. And then any, and we try to maximize her potential to do it. Okay, great. So Marie, are you putting in 22500 right now, the limit under the age of 50? Correct. In both a 403B um, uh-huh. and a Roth 457. Oh, so you're, oh, wait a second, you're doing 45? Correct. <gasps> you're amazing, you I guys. I like to hear you say that. <laughs> that's great. No, that's a big chunk of money, dude. It that's is. a lot. How much is in each of those accounts? The 403B, how much is in there right now? The 403B has $623,000 balance uh-huh. and the 457 is at 79000 Is there a Roth 403B option? So there is, but I... Uh, work in a school district, mm-hmm. and it's not the same one that I started in. So in each successive move that I made, I just kind of stayed with, you know, what I had. And at that time, there was no offering of a Roth 403B. But the current school district that I'm in does offer that option. Okay. And you think you're going to stay in this district for a while? or This will be the end of my career. Yeah. <laughs> Final destination. Yes. Okay. Sorry. That's <laughs> that really not good. In addition to the Roth and the 403B, any other money that you have saved, for example, in a traditional IRA or a SEP IRA or our brokerage account, anything else invested? Sure. We have probably another four to $500,000 in between rollover IRAs, a 401k, um, and traditional IRAs. Okay. So, uh, Marie, will you be entitled to a pension? I sure will. Oh, yeah. And I love when you say that that's a great thing. (laughs) It's so good. Tell me about the pension benefit. What does it look like? As of right now, without any additional increase in earnings, which will happen over the next five years, but as of right now, for a baseline, will be coming home with $84,000 from her teaching um, pension uh-huh. annual, another $5,000 for her part-time job. I get an $8,000 a year from an old pension. Is this at her age 55? Yes. Okay. And are you already receiving the $8,000 pension or are you waiting to start that? No, we'll, we'll start that at 63 when, she, when I'm 63 and she's 55. Okay. But this is really the game plan. When she's 55, you're 63, you retire, correct? Correct. Yes. Now, we've just done a quick back of the envelope that at that time, you'll have almost $100,000 a year in income, right? Is that enough for you? Um, it's close. We would look at supplementing that with my Social Security at 62. Let me ask you a few more questions about before we go into that. Do you guys have cash on hand? 
Yes, we currently have $81,000 in cash on hand. Okay. And any non-retirement investment accounts? No. Okay. How much would you guess your house is worth? Um, Our assets for our house, it's about $375,000. And we have a current mortgage on it that is a balance of... 66. Wow. When is that mortgage balance paid off approximately? It sounds like you're at the end of the line on that. February of 28th. We're base. Are you saying that you could live on? When you say almost the hundred, I mean, does that mean you're saying we're not paying the mortgage? Then that ninety-seven thousand dollars or so will cover most of our expenses. So if we don't move out of New York State and Marie's pensions being protected from New York State tax, we will definitely have enough to live because we won't have to buy any real estate and be able to live there. But our plan is to relocate to Florida. Why? Look at me. I'm whining. Did you hear that whine? I don't like when New Yorkers move to Florida. I'm just going to say, because we want you to stay here in the Empire State. Marie's parents uh, have a second, third home down there, and uh, we're going to be close by, relatively. Okay. 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 So let's work that through a little bit. Tell me about what a relocation will do in terms of you're more you're going to have essentially let's just call it like a, a net 320 let's just say it's 300,000 are you going to have to spend more than $300,000 on a new place in Florida absolutely i feel with everything that i looked at that and what we like and where we want to be and the lifestyle that we want mm-hmm. we're going to have to buy something that's going to be 650 to 800 so what's the game plan? You put three hundred down, get a four hundred or four hundred fifty thousand dollar mortgage. You're not taking into account, which we haven't discussed. Tell me. I have an albatross of child support that will be going away in and of which an annual expense of child support of eighteen thousand dollars a year. Okay. That goes away in two years. In two years. So, yeah, in two years. So the amount of money that we'll be able to save is an additional fifty five thousand dollars before we retire. Okay. With the amount of savings we put away, take some of that and no longer put into the 403B yeah. over the next five years and build our cash reserves. Yes. That's another $75,000 in cash reserves. So seventy five grand in th- times three. Maybe you even stop doing the 403B now. Correct. Start That's saving that, do. right? Okay. And so what do you suppose you will be able to accumulate within five years if you stop the 403B, which I'm fine with, and build the cash up and then beef it up even more when the child support is done. That's $130,000 plus the $80,000 in cash that we have today. Well, what about you got to, you can't spend your cash, your emergency reserve. I'm so you'd have a hundred, but so you'd have 130 plus the 300 of equity in the house or whatever it ends up being. Let's just call it 300 because you'll have expenses moving. You'll have 430,000 to put down, which would mean you're going to have like a $300,000 mortgage ish. Let's just call it a 300, right? And that's the rationale for discussing whether I start taking social security earlier or we have the million dollars in retirement accounts that we have that yeah our monthly not to be able to live the lifestyle we want to live okay got you so when you think about that when you look at your let me just get some of the other numbers here so if you were to wait if donnie you wait until your full retirement age can you give me that number for social security it would change from 
uh, Social Security at 62 is $27,000. It's 39 at 67. That's better. Okay. Marie, what's your Social Security full retirement age benefit? At 62, it would be $30,000. At 67, it would be 43. And we're not banking on any of that. We're not planning on any of that until she hits either of those ages, which would be after retirement, much after right. retirement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Florida's happening. I cannot, like, I'm not going to make you feel guilty about leaving New York. I'm going to just, uh, I'm going to concede that you have parents. So you said, Marie, your parents are both alive? Yes. How old are they? Uh, 75 and 76. And uh, Donnie, parents still alive? No, unfortunately, they have both passed away. Okay. But you have a kid because we have child support. So how old is the kid? My youngest is the one that's on child support. He's a sophomore in college. Okay. Um, are you paying for college? Um, no, right now he pays for it 100%. Oh my God, I love this guy. That's great. He pays for it through grants, scholarships, and loans. Yeah, but that's pretty amazing. Yeah, it was the, it was the deal that we created. He had, to learn, he had to learn that type of responsibility. And then if at the end of the day something helped him, then it does. That's great. Wow, amazing. Okay, here's how I'm thinking about this. I get the Social Security query, but I'm going to put it aside. I'm going to, I want to run it two different ways. So I think what you're saying is we save a bunch of money. We figure out, you know, how to buy this house, you know, five years from now, whatever it is. It's going to be more than it'll probably be, you know, who knows what the market will be. But let's just say that's what you're going to do, right? You're going to put your $430,000 down. Maybe it'll be more. Maybe it'll be less. We'll see where you stand. You get a mortgage, Okay. Just get a 30-year mortgage. You'll probably pay it off sooner, but just get 30 years, stretch the payments out. There's no problem with that, especially if rates are low at the time. Okay. Then what we know is that you're going to need more money. Where that money comes from, here's our choices. We start pulling money out of the 403B or some of those pre-tax accounts. Why? Because, you know, again, we don't know what tax rates are going to be, but let's say that when you're 55, there's $97,000 gross income coming in through those pensions. How much more do you think you need? 50? Between 40 and 50, yeah. Oh, that's a pretty good guess, huh? Let's say 50 because I'm that kind of gal. I like to make give you a wide range. You're already in a top, again, let's talk today's tax brackets. You're already in a 22% tax bracket. What I would say is at that time, I would start pulling 50 grand a year from these retirement accounts and pay the tax that's due and live on that. And now we're going to do that until your full retirement age, right? Because Donnie, at your full retirement age, all you're going to do is instead of, you know, you'll you'll have forty thirty nine thousand dollars in income. We're only doing it for four years. You're going to take 50 grand out every year. You're going to have to pay tax on this money no matter what, right? This is a short-term problem. So all we're trying to make a decision about is, when you're going to pay tax on the money and how we can control that tax liability. So my feeling is that if you start to pull that money out, especially because, you know, you are going to move to Florida, you're going to be in a better tax situation, but your expenses are going to be higher. I would pull out the 50 grand a year from the retirement account, do it for the years until your uh, social security full retirement age, you're 67. Okay. And then you see how you stand when, you you know, your life is going to settle. You're going to figure out how you feel. 
And then by the time we have to make a decision about Marie, I think it's going to be waiting till her full retirement age. Because honestly, by the time she's full retirement age, there's so much income, it is not a problem. In fact, your bigger problem is that you're going to have a big tax liability in the future when we don't know where tax rates are. So while you know where tax rates are, I'm willing to do two things. One, I agree with you. Stop putting money in the 403B. Pull that cash together. Get ready for our big move to Florida, right? And you're going to still do the Roth. That'll be good, okay? Then in addition to that, you're going to have a game plan, which is when we start to move to fund the gap of money that we need, you're going to pull money out of your retirement account, pay the tax that's due, live on that, and delay your social security benefit. There's a couple of reasons why I think that's important. Number one, social security is infl- is inflation adjusted. So you're far better off letting that accrue and maximize that amount as much as you possibly can with that inflation rider so that you will then have streams of income that are guaranteed. It is like the holy grail of retirement. And so I think you'll find that it is a far better, if my choice is where does the money come from, I would much prefer pull the money out of the retirement account, pay the tax that's due because I know what the tax is going to be. And then later, you know, sort of go in and start the social security clock at your full retirement age. And let's see how you're doing. Because maybe, just maybe, we're even going to do something a little bit, a little crazier than the full retirement age for Marie. Maybe we're going to wait till her age 70 because she's going to live a long life. She's younger than you are and she's a woman. So let's statistically point out the fact that more money for her is actually very good. And I think that that's the game plan that works. How do you feel about it? I feel like I've lost Donnie. I feel like. No, you did not lose me at all. It's, 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 you know, look, there's arguments both ways on that. And I like the inflation, the inflationary part of the social security versus playing the market on my yeah. 403 B's. You never know what the market's going to do. And mm-hmm. at that age, you're going to be very conservative with that anyway. One of the things also, you know, that, that those retirement accounts, like the Roth 457, mm-hmm. Marie has the ability to do the catch-up now next year also. So it's more than just the 22000 $22, Right, it's that- twenty two five plus 7500 Don't worry about that so much, though. Even that I wouldn't worry about. If you're going to do this move to Florida, we need some cash, and I'm good with that. Are you guys, would you be, you know, kind of thinking about this in terms of it happens, you know, in advance? We'll have to be watching what the market's doing and what's going on. I know that you have family there, so it's easier. But I do think, you know, stay on top of this, and you're going to figure out. We have started watching real estate pre-COVID and watched the market skyrocket during covid and I've watched it come back down. We we like two or three communities that we've uh, really pinpointed. Mm-hmm. So we have a real estate agent that watches it for us down there. So I'm watching the market go up and down. I'm kind of in that business. I'm in the ancillary part of the business here in, in the Northeast. Yep. So I, you get it. I get it. I know the Florida market's different, but yes, need the cash reserves to be up farther. So because we still have a mortgage up right. here to be able to be able to support a second mortgage while we're still working up here will be difficult. And it's not something I want to sign up for. But if the if it's the right thing, we yeah. would figure out. Well, you call us back if that happens. If you find something and you're like, oh, my God, I got to pull the trigger. Get back in touch with us. I'd be very interested in hearing about that. Truly. 
So one thing that, uh, you know, in listening a lot lately, you've been discussing high yield savings accounts versus a brokerage account. Um, yes. And I would love to know more about when to use both. What's the main difference uh, between the two? And should we be thinking about a brokerage also? I don't think you need a brokerage right now because we are, um, you know, for, for this minute, um, until you get, you know, a lot more money in cash, I don't think that you're going to want to have the risk of a brokerage account. Now, you may want to say, all right, if we're going to start really accumulating some money, maybe of that $80,000, since we know we're going to put more cash in there, right? Maybe it's time to look at a little bit longer CD for some portion of that money. Because you maybe you do want to lock in a higher rate for a longer term. So maybe you say, okay, right now I can get a, uh, a three-year CD and maybe I'll put half the money in there right now because I know I'm going to replenish that money over the course of the next few years. The thing is we can't take a lot of risk with that money because we know you're going to need it for a down payment. And if we are going to potentially, and I say potentially, maybe sort of, kind of, that we are going to potentially keep an eye on the market so that you could need the money maybe earlier than five and a half years, then you just can't really put that money at much risk. I, I don't feel comfortable with that. So I do feel more comfortable. Look, you can take all the risk you want in the Roth. That's fine with me. But for this cash account, mm, we're going we're gonna to deplete it. So we got to make sure it's safe. Speaking my language, I like it. So we, yeah, we have that money. I have it in an online, you know, non brick and mortar savings account where I'm getting five percent on it already. So yeah, absolutely. I think this is excellent, um, and I feel like you guys are have a real path forward. If you have further questions or uh, something comes up in terms of real estate, give us a holler back. But otherwise, we wish you well in Florida. But we're happy you're paying taxes in the Empire State for five and a half more years. Thank you very much. Thank you. If you would like to join us, I love getting the spouses. Believe me, this makes my life a lot easier. So get your partner involved. Have your uninvolved partner get excited by this. Change your names. Do whatever you want. Come and join us and let us help you get to the next best place for you as a couple or as a family. We'd love to help you out. Just go to JillOnMoney.com. Click the Contact Us button. We'll do everything else. While you're on the website, don't forget to sign up for the free weekly newsletter. Check out the blog and let us know if you have something that is going on in your life that you could require maybe an extra set of ears and eyes. We would really be delighted to help you out. Don't forget, we would so appreciate it if you could leave us a rating and review wherever you listen to this pod. Lift someone up, change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow. 